the Talk Nasty Me podcast. <sighs> this feels so nice. I like this. No! Oh my god. Vibe killer. Okay, so sorry. Hi! Hello, everyone. Um, currently, I'm in a dark dorm room. It is currently storming. Uh, I am in a different state. <laughs> and I'm in a dorm room, uh, which is kind of weird because I'm... 21 almost 22 and graduated from college and I have not lived in a dorm in a very long time um I just live in my parents home oh, oh no. hi I'm back <laughs> we just had to go outside because as you could tell there was a fire alarm they told us to get out then they told us to get back in and then we had to get back out again I'm wheezing a little bit <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. But I will say that that gave me flashbacks to when I was an RA and alarms would go off and we would never know if they're real or not because we, I mean, like half the time they were fake. So a lot of times we were taught to ignore them. I know that's bad, but like Jake and I being RAs before, we're like, what do we do? And there's, there was also lightning. So I was like, oh, maybe it's just from that. Like maybe something happened. I still don't know what happened. It doesn't matter. That was very nice to get fresh air because I have not been outside for three days now that's how long it's been so that was my first time entering the outside world and I know for some people they're like three days that's not a big deal sometimes I don't leave my house for a few I I get it sometimes I don't leave my house for quite a few days I'm trying to get better about that but right now I'm getting pretty pretty I'm getting cabin fever I really am here's the thing though I can't talk about where I am (laughs) I can't talk about what I'm doing or where I am until I get approval for it which might maybe a month maybe less maybe more I'm not sure however I think it'll be very fun kind of unexpected also it's like very out of character and off brand for me but it's very fun because I'm doing something very much so like out of my comfort zone and something fun that I never ever thought that I would do or get the opportunity to do so it's it's a good time I'm I'm excited I'm proud of myself that I'm even doing this because uh, I struggle with like doing new things that require you to like break out of your comfort zone essentially because I'm just a person who seeks comfort in where they live and their routine and um, you know getting into their circle and and seeing those people for just like I, I don't like to live a life of just like moving around constantly or traveling constantly it's not really for me, although I have been doing a lot of, <clears throat> I'm sorry if you have to hear my wheezing, but I'm going to keep it in because it's kind of funny because I just ran up the stairs for the first time in a few days and I'm just like, get it together, Nicole. Why are you wheezing from that? Anyway, um, I, <laughs> I did meet a subscriber though here where I am, so it's been really, really cool and I'm just... I f- that made me feel like comforted immediately like when I met someone who watched my videos because it was like a little piece of home when I'm away from home and that just felt very nice and I've been traveling a little bit and by traveling I literally mean like going to the beach on the weekends <laughs> going on hiking trips over the weekend um trying to do a little bit more activities on the weekends because a girl struggles to get out of her comfort zone, especially breaking up the week from weekdays to weekends. Anyway, 
I know you guys are probably sick and tired of me apologizing every single time, like, why have you been gone? And me explaining myself, like, why have I left the podcast? Why? Why did I, you know, and everything? My honest answer is that I'm struggling. I'm struggling with feeling inspired. And the main thing that I'm struggling with is feeling like I don't have anything of value to give to the world. Oh my god, that sounds so depressing and so sad. And I don't mean for it to. I think a lot of people are feeling this way. I was watching an interview today from a couple months ago of one of my favorite artists. And he was saying that COVID is just so uninspiring. And it is. Like, there's nothing inspiring about COVID except for, you know, the the healthcare workers and the scientists that are working so hard. But other than that, what is so inspiring? And that that's not even, like, it, it inspiring because those people are really just getting, you know hit with a bunch of shit right now and I I really feel if you're a healthcare worker or you know a service worker or you're <laughs> hell even if you're a scientist listening to my podcast I value you I appreciate you and um but yeah COVID is just very an uninspiring time even though like a lot of people would say like oh we're done with it we're over it and it's like not really <laughs> we're not out of it most of the the world isn't out of it um and it's just not an inspiring thing. Like, I, I don't gain any inspiration for my videos from COVID anymore. I, I'm, I'm all done. And a lot of times I feel like I've said everything that I needed to say. Um, and that's tough. And I don't want to, you know, continue to make content that I'm just not proud of and forcing myself to say something that isn't coming from the heart and I don't mean. So sometimes it feels better to say nothing at all which I know isn't the correct answer but that's just kind of where I'm at and I'm trying to get out of that and I'm hoping that this experience that I'm in currently helps take me out of that a little bit because it's it's not a good feeling I'm gonna hold on <laughs> I'm wheezing. okay I took my inhaler I'm feeling better <laughs> um but where I was going with before is that um I don't know I I try not to be a downer and it's hard when I want to talk about some things like either on my podcast or on my channel, but I feel like I've just been, I don't know, I don't want to use the word negative because I don't think what I'm saying is necessarily negative or being a pessimist um, because I like to think of myself as an optimist, but I feel like I've been talking about a lot of heavy subjects a lot recently and even though people enjoy them, it it just like, I, I don't want that to become all that I talk about is sad things and so it's really hard for me when I just feel so uninspired and all I want to talk about is maybe my feelings and how I'm feeling down but then I'm like no because you're not putting something positive out into the world and so it's this endless cycle of feeling uninspired feeling like I'm not putting anything good out into the world being disappointed in whatever I put out um, and not feeling like enough and I think a lot of people are feeling that way, like especially on YouTube. Oh my God, a lot of my like fellow YouTube friends are really, really, really going through it right now. And I, I mean that in the sense like emotionally and mentally um, for anyone who doesn't <laughs> like isn't a YouTuber or whatever, but um, views have been like very low on the platform recently. And I know the reason for it. I know it very well. It's because people are living their lives again. People are vaccinated. People are going out and doing whatever they want to do and they're not staying inside and just watching YouTube videos. And you want to know how I know that? Because I'm not doing that. 
I, I literally just said I'm going out and trying to experience things. I don't really sit on my phone anymore. I don't have the TikTok app currently. <laughs> I'm actually locked out of my account, but that's a whole other story. Um, I don't go on TikTok at all anymore. I like broke that addiction, which I'm very proud of because I noticed my attention span was just so low and I just realized it's, I, I kept seeing a lot of videos and people being like, I deleted TikTok for 30 days and I changed my life. And I was like, there's no way I can do that. Like this is my main source of entertainment until that main source of entertainment made me realize how much I needed that fix and I needed that like addiction and I needed that like hit of like, whatever chemical goes into your brain whenever you're watching a TikTok and I saw someone explain it's like it's like a lottery every single time that you scroll it's like a new video and you don't know what you're gonna get you don't know what kind of genre like whatever you're gonna get and it's very enticing and so like I quit and then a few weeks in I like had my account again and I got really really like addicted to it again all in one day and I spent hours on it And since then, I was like, no more. I can't do this. At least not right now. Like, I'm just not in the space to do that. And I think a lot of people are in the same space. And like, even with YouTube, people are going out and living their lives. Like, a lot of people post on like Sundays. I mean, I used to post on Sundays. And like, do you know what I'm doing now on Sundays? I'm like, relaxing. Or I'm like, with my friends or family. And I'm just not on my phone as much anymore. And I can't blame people. But it's very uninspiring for content creators right now. Because you're like... Uh, is it worth putting in all this time and effort into videos when people are not watching them and you don't want to make something that people are not enjoying and so it's hard to tell which of the two and then feeling like people's careers are going away and so I really feel for I, I don't feel sorry for myself I feel sorry for my friends that they're feeling like that and that they're going through that I don't feel sorry for myself because I think I realize that and and I worry that others don't because I see how hard and like hardworking my friends are who are youtubers and even people i'm just fans of and i'm not necessarily friends with but i think i think it's just a tough time for a lot of people right now like we're supposed to be so excited and it's the summer and i feel like i'm probably having the best summer of my life right now because i'm doing so much and i'm having all these crazy experiences and i'm trying to really live my life but my head is so far up my ass with concerns and anxiety and feeling like i'm not good enough that i'm not enjoying it to the fullest extent like how sad is that like ugh. And that's not me feeling sorry for myself. It's more like, wake up, Nicole. Maybe that fire alarm, maybe I needed that. I said that to to Jake outside. I was like, I think I needed that fire alarm. I think I needed something to just shake me so hard that that, that sound it really awoke something in me. So anyway, I'm also um, learning a whole lot about myself right now. Um, I <laughs> I talked about this in the last episode, I'm pretty sure, but a bitch is going to therapy and therapy has been so good to me and so nice and in the sessions that I have had and I just feel like if anything I've just been learning so much about myself and it's crazy because I feel like I can talk and talk throughout the entire session and not even hear what my therapist has to say and I find myself answering my own questions or I find myself learning something new about myself constantly like today I was just explaining like a hard situation that I went through And then I turned it around all by myself and realized that it was such a positive because I am being very independent. And that was really, really cool that I could just do that by myself. Um, But with that comes is me, I'm working through a diagnosis that I got and I'm learning a whole lot about that and about myself and trying to manage that. And 
learning how to better treat myself so that I can handle everything a little bit better. And so it's it's been hard, but it's been a growing time for me. And I'm I'm struggling, but but I'm growing. That's the best way to put it. And I like that. I think, you know, they say that you you can't grow in comfortable situations. And if you feel uncomfortable, that's a good thing because it means that you're growing, which I definitely feel is a bit true. And that's where I'm at right now. I'm, I'm, I, I miss the old Nicole and I'm trying to like reach her and I'm like, why can't I be like her again? Why can't I feel like her again? Why can't I feel like the old me? And I think I just need to realize that that bitch is dead <laughs> and this is the new me and um, I'm, I'm growing into her and so I need to be excited about it and I need to be nice to her and not <laughs> look for the old Nicole because she's gone. So I think that's that's where I'm at right now and I hope you guys are understanding about that. Um, I, I think there's a lot of YouTubers making like videos and podcasts like this right now. Um, I think especially because I spent a lot of the last uh man like year trying to entertain others during a hard time for myself and now I'm kind of trying to reclaim that time for me again and I hope people are understanding of that because you I know that you guys will be because you guys have been nothing but supportive of me in the past and so sweet and kind and encouraging and told me that I should take a break like even when I didn't realize that I needed it um and so I'm just grateful that so many of you guys have stuck around or still comment on my stuff or will message me or, you know, will watch my videos or listen to my podcast. It means a lot because um, that's the one downside of like, you know, doing the whole social media thing is that it's easy to forget people when, you know, they, they don't upload or post and the way that algorithms work and everything, it's easy to just, you know, slip away and, and new creators will take your place and that's fine, but um, it's like a hard pill to swallow. So sometimes a lot of creators have to choose whether they're going to push through and, uh, you know, struggle with their, you know, mental health and maybe sacrifice them some things for themselves or if they're going to go forth and uh, work on themselves and actually go forward and not just push through but simply actually work on their mental health, maybe sometimes sacrifice how many uploads they do or how many podcasts. Um and so I think for me, the best thing that I could possibly think to do for myself is to get back to the basics of why did you start doing what you did? Do what you love to do, like absolutely 100% love to do and take care of yourself. So I'm trying to get back. Although although the old Nicole is dead, the old Nicole also did some good practices. So she didn't, you know, push herself too hard. Um, she did videos that she was only extremely proud of and was excited to film and excited to edit um and going back to those basics I think is going to help me a lot going forward um you know with sorry I'm getting scared because people are running up and down the hallways and I I do not want a round two of this I cannot handle a round two (laughs) um however through me uh working through a diagnosis um you know I've been trying to read more and I'm sure you guys have probably seen that 
on like my Instagram page um, or yeah, that's pretty much the only place where I post about like what books I read and stuff. But I feel like a lot of people are on a reading kick right now. Someone commented and they're like, you're trying to read like Emma Chamberlain. I don't know how to explain to some of you that while Emma Chamberlain is great, and I think she would agree with me when I say she did not invent reading. I know it's shocking and jarring, but it, it's true. <laughs> I, I'm sure a lot of people have been encouraged and motivated to read again because of her, which is awesome. I think that's a great way to use your influence is like, hey, get kids to, you know, do something new. But um, yes, a lot of people are reading right now and especially like, oh my God, the one good thing that TikTok does have is book talk, which is like their most, you know, loved books on TikTok and everything. And I won't shut up about this because I love it and I want to talk about it because this is my favorite of the month, okay? We can talk shit about Amazon all we want. However, the one really good thing that Amazon did create is a Kindle. I will live by my Kindle. I literally cannot live without it and I don't know what I would do without my Kindle at this point. Do you want to know how I got inspired to get a Kindle? Do you want to hear like the real way that led me into getting a Kindle? Like what was the thing that was like, Nicole, you need a Kindle. It was literally, literally the reason I wanted a Kindle was because I saw a girl do hot girl tote bag and she showed her tote bag and everything that's in it on TikTok and she showed all the items. It was like chapstick, water bottle, wallet, Kindle, Kindle. I saw the Kindle and I was like, that is so cute. I have not seen one of these in such a long time because I don't, I don't know. I just haven't seen anyone carrying around a Kindle in a long time. And I was like, I need to do more research on this. So I literally went on hashtag Kindle on TikTok. There's one woman, she sold me. She was like, you need one. Here's why. Told me all about it. I did so much research and I wanted one so bad. And all of my friends and family said the one same thing to me, which is probably wise, which means that they know me pretty well. But they were like, why would you get a Kindle when you literally don't read? You like audiobooks, you like podcasts, but when is the last time that you picked up a physical actual book? If you do read, it's on your phone. Like you will, I, I, have, I have been reading the same book on my phone for years there is a book that I bought at the airport when I was flying to go see Adam my freshman year of college no so that's four years I still have not finished that book it's so bad one two three yeah three okay sorry three years I've been reading the same book for three years it's like that one line that Julian Casablanca sings in Under Cover of Darkness I've been saying the same song for 10 years. Um, that's me with this one book. And I don't want to say which book it is because I'm embarrassed. But um, yeah, podcasts, audiobooks, no problem. I love them. R- reading an actual book, mm, slightly an issue for me. But I was just convinced that if I get a Kindle, it'll really motivate me to read because I was like, if I pay money for one, then I feel like I'm going to have to do something with it because I, I'm going to feel bad if I don't use it. Like it'll motivate me. And it's just not the same with a physical book. I went to fly and go see Adam a few months ago when he was in North Carolina. And I went to Target the night before and I spent like 45 minutes in the book section reading all these different reviews on books because I was like, all right, um, 
I, I, I suddenly want a book to read it in the airport and on the plane. Silly me. I don't know why I even, why did I think that I would do that? Because I didn't. I literally slept on the plane. I listened to music on the, I did not pick up that book. It was normal people. Sorry to the author of normal people. I'll pick it up eventually. And I have the physical book with me literally right now because I was like, oh, I'll, I'll read the physical book in case my Kindle, I don't know. No. Anyway, I did more research on the Kindle and I was like, I want the most basic one. A lot of people ask me that. Which one do I have? I have the most basic Kindle. Like it's the original basic model. It's not the paper white. It's just regular schmegular. I was like, I don't need anything fancy. I don't want anything fancy. I don't want anything that could potentially have notifications. I just want to read on here. That's all I want. And I want something that's good for my eyes because my little eyes get strained. I, I don't know why I need to say little in front of everything, but I kind of love it. I love that about myself. That's my favorite quality about myself is that I will describe anything as little. The world is racing to get back to normal and start meeting up in person again. But after the year we've all just had, getting back to feeling normal takes time. I talk a lot about my mental health in this episode and how... I really feel that. <laughs> and if you're feeling overwhelmed by it all, you're not alone. It's important to find the support that you need to face those feelings and move forward. We all talk to our friends when we're experiencing issues, but they don't always give the advice that we need. Um, sometimes when I talk to some people in my life, I don't necessarily feel seen or heard and don't necessarily give practical advice because that's not their job and that's okay. Um, and getting unbiased feedback and advice from a licensed professional can be refreshing and actually rewarding. When you're in a low point, you might feel alone, but over 50% of Americans struggle with their mental health. I am in therapy and I'm a big advocate for therapy and I'm very grateful for reaching out for help when I needed it. And we all need help sometimes and asking for support when you need it is actually a sign of strength. Talkspace makes it easy to match up with a licensed therapist and schedule live video sessions all from the comfort of your device. You can start messaging your therapist the same day that you sign up. Whether you're experiencing depression, anxiety, or other problems, Talkspace is the number one online therapy platform to help you sort through any issues. Start feeling better with a single message. Match with a licensed therapist when you go to Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month with the promo code Nicole. That's $100 off when you use code Nicole at Talkspace.com. I didn't want my little eyes to get strained because I have to wear glasses now and I just already have problems with screens and stuff. So I was like, I just want this because it has special, <laughs> special screen. I, I'm so passionate about this Kindle. I don't care. I, if this is my podcast, I'm going to talk about what I'm passionate about. This is the nasty talking of the Talk Nasty Me podcast. It's about my Kindle. And I saw all these girls on TikTok putting like pop sockets on theirs and like how cute it was. And I was like, I need it so bad. And I coincidentally got obsessed with the thought of getting this Kindle right when Prime Day was around. So the Kindle was literally like $50 when it's usually like almost 100 And I was like, right on. I'm still a cheap lady. Let's get this. I got her. I, I held it in my hands in Best Buy. But then I decided to get her. I ordered her. She came like hours later. It was insane. Amazon is bad. But I got it hours later. And I'm holding it in my hands. And I'm like, I love you. You are the best thing I've ever gotten. And then I didn't touch it for like a week. I literally did not even touch my Kindle. I just did not have any time. I was like, I need to find the time to read this. Found out how to download books onto my Kindle. It has been life-changing ever since. All I want to do is read now. And it has helped my TikTok addiction. It's helped my phone addiction. It's helped me just ease and calm my brain when I'm anxious. Because 
when I get really anxious, I think of all these scenarios of what if, and it's me being irrational and anxious about things that are either very rational and could potentially happen or very much so irrational, which causes me to have all these scenarios running through my mind of the what ifs. And I don't need that. I need peace and quiet. That's what I need. And reading has helped me significantly because I'm transported into someone else's little life. And when I come out of reading of my book, I, I, am compl- I completely forget about all the anxieties that I had because they were irrelevant, unnecessary. It wasn't that big of a deal. So let me tell you about some of my favorite books, even though I've already talked about it on Instagram, but maybe you don't follow me on there or maybe you don't care that much. But I would like to talk about them on here because I love them. That's for sure. Um, so I like romance. I will admit I'm a romance kind of lady and I didn't think I would be to be honest. I really did not think I was because whenever people would ask me what my favorite genre of book was, it was self-help and I don't know why because I have never, ever, ever really truly helped myself with a self-help book. Like I would try to read them and I would say that I'm getting advice, but have I really like pulled any information out of that book or remembered it? Or have I ever really even finished a self-help book? No, I haven't. And I realized the reason that I'm struggling so hard to finish or read these books is because I'm just not that interested and that's okay. I needed to, for someone to shake me and tell me that and it had to be myself. So I have realized that I like romance books because it's nice. (laughs) It's nice to read a nice little novel. And um, one of my new favorite authors, Emily Henry, she even said in an interview that it's it's awful that romance as a novel or, or I mean romance as a genre is seen as not real or that it's not taken seriously or it's just like looked down upon which is so strange to me. And I even had this discussion with my boyfriend because he was agreeing with me. Why is sci-fi like a respected genre more than romance? Why? Because it's more male-dominated. Like more men are reading sci-fi than romance. And that's why a lot of people are probably looking down upon romance because they're like, oh, women are just reading their romance smut novels. And I'm just like, who gives a shit? It's still amazing literature. (laughs) It doesn't have to, like, just because it's romance doesn't mean it's not a good fucking book. I shouldn't be embarrassed to say what I'm reading, although sometimes I am because what I'm reading or what the cover is, I'm like, oh my. Like, thank God you can't see it on the Kindle because some of these covers, holy shit. But I like them because it really, really relaxes me. And something that I don't talk about a lot on my podcast or really in general it's not for any particular well actually it is for a reason I don't really talk about my sexuality not like what my sexuality is but more so sexuality in general I don't talk about it on like my social media or anything and like yeah some things can be kept private and you know my personal private life I'm not going to speak on but um because that's my business but I don't speak on sexuality a lot um, because to be honest, I really struggle with talking about it, Um, even with like friends. And I didn't used to, but after like some certain situations and some certain things happening and some certain circumstances happening, um, I realized that I really have a hard time um, opening up about that kind of stuff. And reading romance novels has helped me become more comfortable with that side of myself. It made me realize it's not like 
as taboo of a thing as it is. Like as much as I am of a sex positive kind of lady, um, I am for others. But when it comes to myself, I really have a hard time um, coming to terms with that part of myself. And reading these books has just been really helpful for me because it's been, I don't know, it's just been opening that side of me up again um, that has been closed off for a few years but was open at one point. And so it makes me happy that I'm, I'm getting back into it. Um, and yeah, so there's my little explanation. Don't, I, I say don't judge a book by its cover because I, <laughs> I, I do. I do. I judge these books by their covers because some of them are really fucking bad. But um, everyone has their reasons for why they read what they read. And you know what? Maybe reading a romance book is more self-help for someone than you are a badass maybe for others. You know what I mean? Like everyone has their thing that helps them. Perhaps the person who reads poetry, it really helps them with their anxiety while romance may give them very bad anxiety. Or I don't know, there's different genres for everyone and whatever makes someone happy, I am in no place to judge. And so for all you romance haters, maybe give it a try. Maybe you'll like the smuttiness. The first book I read on my Kindle that really got me hooked and like fall back in love with um, reading and especially like binge reading, like reading an excess amount all at once. Um, I guess there's no excess amount, but I would just like sit for hours and hours and hours and I wouldn't be able to put the book down. Um, it's Beach Read by Emily Henry. Um, it was so highly recommended, but I just love the way that she writes. And then I read People We Meet on Vacation right after, which is her second book. Well, her, her mm, it's not her second book, but another book by her that a lot of people are really really obsessing with and I'm I'm in love it, it just makes me so happy honestly um that this is the book that I decided to start off with because it's beautiful it's a beautiful story it's just so well written and I feel the same about people we meet on vacation um I decided to read The Hating Game because everyone else recommended it I did feel like it was cringy at some points it, it just ugh. Her mentioning that she was short every other second, I was just like, all right, enough, girl, enough, put her, stop, enough. (laughs) Um, I did read The Kiss Quotient, which I loved. I rated that five stars. I think the representation in it is so great, something that I haven't seen in a book that I've read even like as a kid, um, and I used to read a lot as a kid, Um, and it's a unique storyline that I, I don't think has been written I mean maybe it's been written before but I thought it was really really interesting and cool and I just didn't want that to end um I read the book every last word um I'm not I'm not listing every single book that I've read just a few standouts if you're interested um but there is the book every last word personally um I really was not a fan of that book (laughs) like whatsoever um it really 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 triggered a lot of anxiety in me Um, if you've read the book, then maybe you feel similarly, but I don't recommend that book if you have intrusive thoughts, if you have a lot of paranoia, um, I do not recommend it, even though a lot of people on Goodreads will recommend that to you. Um, if people want me to go more in depth in it, I'll go more in depth into it because it really, really upset me when I was reading the book and I just wanted to tell everyone around me because I was like, oh, I'm so angry about this. And so... (laughs) Um, that was what I put me off from reading for a few days, which was like the longest I went without reading, to be honest, which made me sad because I was like, I love this so much. I'm so sad that I'm 
not doing this all because I'm so scared to after this one book. But anyway, I also read Josh and Hazel's Guide to Not Dating, which I thought was adorable and precious and made me so, so happy. And if you're just looking for a fun book that will not really upset you much during it like some books make me really upset and I get like stressed out for the characters um this is a fun easy read and I really really like it so anyway those are a few of my little recommendations of romance other than um every last word because that's not a romance but I I hope that you guys like those um they're not like you know underground books whatsoever they're pretty popular on goodreads and tiktok and everything else so and I'm actually really open to doing a video on my channel about the books that I read because um, it'll now be eight books, I believe, that I've read in the last month, which is crazy. Um, yeah, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, I read eight books in almost almost a month. So a few more days. No, wow, oh my god, three weeks, holy shit. <laughs> Nicole crazy lady that was that was how I read eight books in three weeks which is pretty good so we'll see how many I read a total in a month and maybe I will do a YouTube video about it um and just kind of rating the books that I read I would love to do that because like I said I'd love to make videos about books that I actually really love and enjoy and um yeah, if that's something that you guys are interested in, let me know. I'll give like thorough, more thorough reviews. And I am always looking for recommendations. And whenever you guys like comment them, I just add them to my Goodreads if they seem appealing to me. So I'm definitely open to that. Um, and of course, me, you know, getting back in touch with myself and finding myself um, is hiking. I love hiking so much. I finally invested in a pair of hiking boots. And I've been trying to do that as much as possible. I I don't know what I'm going to do when it gets a little bit colder. And maybe when I'm not, it's not as easily accessible for me to hike because I see how good it is for me mentally and how happy I get when I do it. So it's something that I need like a constant in my life. So honestly, I'm hoping to keep that up because even throughout like the fall and the winter because it's I real it's something that I need. It's not even something that is an option for me anymore because I realize how much more negatively affected I am in the week when I'm not going on hikes, when I'm not going on like nature walks and stuff. And so it's been a huge difference. If you guys have not been hiking, I say give it a try. Literally like go online and search up your town and look up trails and usually there will be some sort of website and with reviews and you know how difficult it is and you know always wear a good pair of shoes I did not wear a good pair of shoes until I got like hiking boots because I didn't really have any shoes to wear um that were really good like I would wear sneakers and stuff but they weren't the best for hiking and um just hydrate eat a good meal beforehand and after and wear sunscreen and go with your friend because I know a lot of people are like oh my god I would love to go hiking but I don't know where to find trails and it's like you literally just gotta search them up or ask around like sometimes people will post photos from like hiking trails on Instagram and just ask them just be like yo where did you go and I know some people are like pretty private about it because they don't want other people to go and trash the area I personally 
almost never post what trails I go on because I keep my location pretty private. So that's why I don't give them away. Not me trying to be like exclusive and gatekeeping my trails, but I'm also not very public about where I live. So um, that is something that you guys should try out if that's not something that you've done because I've seen how happy it makes me and I want all of you to experience that kind of euphoric bliss when you go on a hike because there's really nothing quite like it there's a nine mile hike that I would love to do very soon um around me and I'm just ugh, I just can't wait um and yeah I'm just trying to do some habits that old Nicole would do without trying to feel like old Nicole if that makes sense I want to feel like new Nicole. I want to create this new Nicole and I want to be really proud of her and everything. But I'm also, you know, I really want for old Nicole to be proud of new Nicole and take habits that old Nicole would do. Is this making sense? I want to be doing the things that I've always loved to do without expecting that I will be the same person forever. And I can enjoy things and evolve with them and I think that's the cool thing. Like, for example, like, old me read a lot. Like, that's something that I did from a very young age is reading. And, but I read such different books. Like, I was reading such, such, such different books. And so new Nicole um, is still reading, but it's, my taste has changed. And that doesn't mean that I'm, you know, that that feeling of, like, reading a book as a kid is never, that same feeling is never going to come back again. Um, however, I have all these new experiences to feel. And maybe when I'm like 30, I'm going to look back at like when I'm 21 and be like, that's old Nicole when in current present time, this is current Nicole, if that makes sense. Um, I really hope I am. Please stay with me. (laughs) Um, and even like hiking, like hiking was something that I did in the past. Um, but I only did it from time to time and I did it like to hang out with my friends and now it's something that I use as like a real tool for my mental health to help me mentally and so it's these things that I'm picking up on that childhood me or younger version of me would have loved and I'm now trying to use them as like healing for myself and and a learning tool for myself I guess not a learning tool but like a lesson for me um and and teaching me how to stay grounded and and stay myself um you know, in times where I don't, for example. And something that I did today that I haven't done in a long time, by a long time, I mean, it's been a few months, but still, it's been a while, is I made a playlist on Spotify, and I love making playlists. You guys know how much music means to me and how much, like, making playlists on Spotify means to me and showing you guys my playlist, how much that really, really means to me. I love it. I adore it. There's probably no better feeling, like, the one thing, there's a few things from, you know, being a YouTuber that have felt so fulfilling and people enjoying my playlist is something that I was never expecting, but something that I am so grateful for. I looked, I have 18,000 followers on my Spotify. That's crazy that that many people give a shit about what I'm listening to. And I love that. And that makes me feel so special and so cool um, because I don't know for that many people to value what I may listen to very cool so I created a new playlist today and we'll see if I make a video out of it but I definitely want to share it with you guys because I have been absolutely loving it and it's a cute little summer tune playlist and I don't know it just makes me excited for um 
you know, something that I haven't done in a little while. And I was like, oh man, I miss this feeling of just like putting together a playlist and what order everything's going to go into. And I have like my own little process on how I curate my playlists and something that I realize is like a dream for me, like a dream job one day or something that I would just, I can see myself doing one day into the future is I would love, I mean, love to curate playlists like for Spotify. I would love to be a Spotify playlist curator who makes like mood playlists or new release play. Like I just, that sounds so exciting to me and I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to make that happen because there's a few things that I know about myself now and that's that there are many facets to me and that I cannot stay doing the same thing forever and there's a lot of things that I love and enjoy and I want to satisfy all parts of myself who have these hobbies and passions and um, (laughs) it sounds silly that I'm talking about a playlist but um, I remember when I was little and my best friend created a playlist for me the first time and how much that meant to me and I listened to that growing up for a long time because I didn't have like access to Spotify or Apple or anything like I didn't have Spotify or I didn't have access to any of that and so I um it was really really cool to have that like piece of her and then also all this cool music that was like shaping me into who I am today and the kind of music that I listen to now today and and many of the songs have made it into the current playlist that I've shared with you already and so it's just really really interesting and cool and um my friend Danielle has really really shaped that side of me a lot of music and I really owe a lot of it to her and so um yeah from then on we were just creating playlists and it it changed a lot for me and I resonated those time periods with those songs and I can always go back and it's like this instant time capsule that like fulfills that nostalgia in me that I have that is so evil yet so sweet at the same time and uh it does something good for me and so that's why I like sharing them with you guys because then it becomes yours like when I make a playlist it's it's whatever it means to me and it it like is that timestamp for this current time in my life whenever I listen to that playlist excessively and then once I give it to you guys it's the timestamp of whenever you guys want to listen to it and and maybe you guys aren't listening to it obsessively but maybe some of you are and so maybe it's like these 11 songs are just the perfect like you know this perfect playlist of of to to recognize this time period that you're going through or these feelings that you're going through or this problem that you're going through or this amazing time in your life that you're going through and and now it like holds that it's like a scrapbook for all of that and you can always go back and listen to it and the fact that I can create something like that for you guys is incredible and I'm so grateful for that so I want to be able to do that on like a larger scale so that's like a little manifestation that I have is that hopefully I will one day be able to create little playlists and maybe I'll learn more about it like how do you actually make a good playlist um because I don't I haven't done any research on how one actually creates a good playlist so I'm very excited and that's something when I get back home from my little uh you know adventure that I'm currently on (laughs) um I I'm gonna I'm gonna pursue that somehow or maybe make more playlists or 
whatever it may be, because I know I'm not doing so good in the noggin when I stop listening to as much music, when I stop like exploring new music or finding new artists or finding new songs or something. And I know I'm doing pretty good in my life if I'm like really on a roll and finding a lot that I enjoy. And so I was in a little bit of a slump, but I'm feeling good that I, I created that. That made me really, really happy. But I did want to end off this podcast and thank you guys for sticking around, always listening to whatever the heck I have to say. Um, I know that this week would normally be Jake and I's week, but um, Jake and I will hopefully be able to record a podcast in person that will go up at a later date. Um, And yeah, for the time being, there's just not going to be any video um, podcast since we can't film and, you know, we're trying to try out different things that work best for us. Um, That's like the cool thing about doing your own thing and working for yourself and not working with like a huge production studio for podcasts Um, or even just like YouTube in general that you find out what works best for you. And I, I used to fear a lot of times like when I would do something or I would say that I would do something like either for my channel or for my podcast. Like for example, I'll give you guys an example, a secret the Instagram page, (laughs) the podcast Instagram page. Um, I said I wanted to do it and it's because I did. I did want to connect with you guys and I saw other friends who had podcasts and they had podcast Instagrams and I saw how cool that was that just the page in general, like how people could talk to one another and share photos and everything. And then I got it and I realized it wasn't really working for me, but I was too scared to get rid of it or delete it because I felt like I was going to disappoint if I didn't, you know, keep going with it. And I was, I was going to look like a flake because I said I was going to stick to something, but then I, I quit. And I was like, dude, it's an Instagram page. <laughs> it's not like this whole big commitment. Um, and I realized it's really okay to just get rid of the Instagram page if it wasn't making me happy and if it was causing me stress because it was one more thing that I needed to do and I didn't, I wasn't completely proud of it because I just like didn't put that much effort into it because I wasn't that passionate about it. And so I was like, it's better off if it just maybe didn't exist. Um, if I'm just not happy with something, then maybe it's just better um, just being in the void and so, and just not being there at all. And, um, that's the cool thing about like working for yourself and everything is just realizing you don't have to do something that you don't want to do because, um, you're figuring out what works for yourself and you're also not a huge corporation that makes promises. Um, you're just a person and you can do whatever works for you because something that works for me one week could not work the next week or the next month or vice whatever whatever I hope that you guys get that so um this is the podcast for the week um I will see you guys very very soon although I'm gonna be a bit MIA on the internet there will still be some videos and things that are uploaded because of deadlines and such um but I will personally not be on the internet so you'll see those go up but I'll be I'll be back when I'll be back I don't have a solid answer as to when it'll be definitely within like a week but yeah I'm gonna just gonna be gone for a little bit because Nikki Nasty's taking chances Nikki Nasty's adventuring Nikki Nasty is uh, a new woman (laughs) and so anyway thank you guys so much for listening I appreciate it so much hope that you guys enjoyed Um, If you did, you can leave this podcast five-star rating on the podcast app on if you have an Apple device and you can follow me on my social media. It's just at Nicole Raffi on everywhere. 
um, except TikTok to be determined. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> I'll talk to you guys soon. Love you. Goodbye.